All right, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of 90s Meets World. My name is Brandon. I'm Anise. And uh, yeah, we created this podcast for people that were born in the 90s to share their life struggles and goals. So if you know anyone at all that, you know, wants to share their story or you find this content relatable, um, you know, all we ask is you can share it out. This is totally free. But I have a special guest with us, um, Mr. Dot Romeo. I pronounce his real name, but I don't want to butcher it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you want to say hello to the crowd? What's up, y'all? Uh, my actual name is uh, Richmond. Uh, last name is Chantapanya. Yeah, yeah, he he would have butchered that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, my social media handle is Mr. Dot Romeo. So a lot of people call me by Romeo if they don't know me in real life. So I'm cool with like people who actually know me. They still call me Romeo for some reason, but uh, that's still cool too. So right, right, I'm either known by Richmond or Romeo. Right. But yeah, uh, I do YouTube, um, Instagram. I'm always on Instagram to be honest. So. Right. Uh, I push out my notifications on Instagram and stuff. But yeah. Right. right. Uh, yeah. 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 I see. Let's just, just jump right into that. I mean, I see your content all the time. I mean, I've been following you for a while now. Um, I've showed Anise a lot of your content as well. But um, yeah, I found you through YouTube. I mean, um, you know, you're Asian. I saw that OBJ hair video and I thought it was amazing. I did it and it worked. The Bantu knots worked. It, it was, yeah. I was like mind blown. But um. Yeah, just talk about your YouTube journey a little, a little bit. I know you, um, I know you're like an influencer and stuff like that. And I, you know, I always reach out to you on advice and stuff like that. And you know, I'm thankful for you to, you know, jump on and share some stories. Yeah. So, uh, I've been had a YouTube channel, but I didn't really focus on like doing any content for like other people or for any business like stuff. Like I just did it for myself. I like recording myself and like working on like stuff like. I, I play sports, so um, when I try to work on techniques, I record myself to see what I got to improve on. And then, yeah, that's that's what I base it off of. But um, I blew up off of the hair tutorial, but that didn't happen until uh, one of my cousins, he's from the East Coast, he's from Rhode Island. He's like, uh, hey, how'd you get your hair like that? It's pretty cool. I, I want to learn how to do it. So I was like, you know what? Instead of like writing to you all of these uh thing on how to do it I'm gonna just make a video for you and I'll just post it up on YouTube so it's easier for you to have a visual you know thing uh tutorial for you and uh so I posted that up and the next thing you know it starts uh blowing off like a thousand views I'm like hey what the heck and uh I'm like at work right this was when I was working at Discover and then I go on break and it has like 5,000 views and my subs was going up I was like Yo, that's crazy. And then by the end of the shift, it was blowing off. I was like, hey, this is this is wild. This, this is new. Like, I wasn't prepared or anything like that. So sometimes it's like when people ask, like, how do you get your YouTube channel or something like that pop off? It's really like something that you have to offer, you know, a gift that you have to offer people. So you serve people in a way and then, you know, it just blows up from there. It's a, just like a little blessing you know, in disguise. Right. So you think what? it was more a luck of the draw or do you think it was more like you planned this out and knew that more people would want to know about how to get your hair like that uh i'd say it's luck and uh it's just you in general like you sell yourself you sell your brand you know a lot of other people will have the same content but it's it depends on you like your your charisma and like if people right. really mess with you like a lot of books out there they talk about the same thing right but it just depends like 
what type of personality you rather choose to follow. So like for me, like I don't read the Bible or anything, but what made me interested in, in the Bible or anything like comparison to that was Tyrese Gibson. Like out of all the people, I chose Tyrese Gibson off of like, he's an actor. I know him as an actor and a R&B artist. Right. But like I stumbled upon a Steve Harvey uh, interview with him and then what he was uh, talking about, I was like really intrigued. So there, then uh, he gave away his book and I was like, oh, dang, I'm gonna just pick that up. And I started reading it. And then, you know, he would uh, say his prayers and stuff at the beginning of his book. And he finished off the book with a prayer as well. And I was like, everything in this uh, book I related to, you know, he grew up in Watts and all of that. And uh, he was raised by other um, adults, like adult, adult role models. So it wasn't just his mom or his father or whatever. It was like somebody else who was a mother figure to him. So I, I grew up like that as well. Like I, like my aunties and like other, my, my friends' parents or whatever, I, I looked up to them and stuff. I nit, nitpicked uh, their, um, their knowledge, you know, and how they raised their kids. So I was like, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a lot with, um, especially with books. Um, you know, I know I send a niece a lot of books that I read and I think that are cool and he mm -hmm. would like, but, um, yeah, I feel like books are for sure hit and miss. Like there are those books that like, boom, they'll get your attention because they're so relatable. Um, especially I feel like we've all read rich dad, poor dad already. Um, all three of us. I thought that was like, you know, so relatable. Um, you know, just because it goes straight off the back with like, you know, working in a grocery store. Um, I feel like, 90% of the people have ever had a job, you know, that was one of the first jobs they've ever done or, you know, anything with the cash register and stuff like that. So I thought that was cool. But um, yeah, what are your thoughts on like books? Like, do you think, um, like, what do you, what are your thoughts on? I know we were talking about before, but do you think books, <clears throat> what kind of books do you think reach out to people the most? Um, A lot of like, it just depends on the person and their preference. You know, uh, a lot of people like reading novelty books or like story-based books where it takes them out this world so they can you know picture a different world you know then some people like self-improvement books or religious books or something like that and for me uh I like self-improvement and uh relationship books so something that would help you out in life that you can input into your life you know so uh I watched this video like I randomly like just browse through things and then I just listen onto them. And I, I, I stumbled upon a video uh, and the guy was called, uh, his name is um, Jay Shetty. Mm -hmm. He's from the UK. And he was talking about like uh, his interactions with his parents and stuff. And uh, they kept on saying like, you need to be a doctor. You need to be a doctor when you grow up. But then that wasn't him, you know? So you're living in a perspective of somebody else's perspective on you. So I was like, oh, that, that's mind blown. And um, he gave a list of books. So I, you know, those uh, photos of people like, um, they uh, write a list on like top 10 books or top five books that they right. would, you know, that helped them out. So I saw his list and I was like, I, I took down his old list, went to Barnes and Nobles. And I was like, all right, this is my main goal because I hate reading. I've, I haven't read in a while other than the Tyrese Gibson book, but you know, that never really made me want to read anything else, you know? So I jotted down all those books, went to Barnes and Nobles and I was like, all right, look, I'm spending a hundred dollars on books and that's going to force me to read because I done 
wasted a hundred dollars if I bought a hundred dollars worth of books and didn't read any any of them, you know. So I was like, I'm gonna buy a hundred dollars worth of books and I'm I'm gonna finish a book that day just to get me started. And I chose the smallest book. But uh yeah, I only got uh, a few of the books on the list. All the other ones weren't available. So the first book I read out of that list was Who Moved My Cheese. Have you read that book yet? No, what was it called? Who Moved My Cheese? What's it about? It's about um two mices, two different mices in a maze. Okay. And two different humans in a maze. And uh they're looking for cheese. And then they have different personalities and different mindsets, right? There's one mouse that went with its scent. And uh just like even if he found something, he was like, no, nah, there there has to be more. I'm gonna keep on going, you know. Just right. kept on pushing through the maze. The other one was like, you know what? I found this cheese. I'm gonna stay here. And then the humans th- thought pretty much the same. Like one was like thinking too much, like, bruh, what if I end up staying here and the cheese runs out, you know? Mm-hmm. I gotta keep on moving. So uh he did that. He's like he told his friend because they went through the maze together and the other guy was like, I'm gonna stay here, I'm comfortable where I'm at. There's a lot of cheese. There's more than enough cheese for both me and you. Right. We don't need to go anywhere else. There's a lot of cheese here. But the other guy was like, Nah, that it's gonna run out eventually, you know. Right. There has to be more, there has to be better. So he ventured out and then he left trails out for that guy, but he never uh went out to go so and so. But he ran out of cheese eventually. And then, you know, that was a moral of the story. Like you have to go uh venture out into the unknown to uh find, you know, bliss in life and stuff like that. Yeah, I know uh me and Brandon, we're always talking about how people are trying to get rich and how they can secure their financial status. And I feel like that's like a a good analogy for it because a lot of people they'll like find a good paying job and be like, this is what I'm going to do till I die. But then there's people that'll say like, you know what? I'm, I want to have my relaxing years. I want to have side investments. I'm going to go out and see what other options are out there. Yes. I still have this cheese, but there's other cheese out there that I want to try too. And I feel like, I feel like that was like a hidden message of like just that little synopsis you gave right there. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, even at the end of the book or at the beginning of the book, it, it tells you like it, it's up to you to take in uh, your perspective of what you get out of this book. You know, everybody has a different, you know, lesson from it. And also like, I feel like uh, when you work under a company or whoever else that's paying you, they are gladly to employ non-thinkers because thinkers mm-hmm. want to think of how they can run a business. And, yeah. you know, I've, I've worked for like uh, independent contractors and all of that. And uh, when, when I ask questions like, Hey, how, how do you start your own business? How did you get here? They kind of like shadow the answer. Like they don't want you to think, you know, right. they kind of like sh- stray into like a different, you know, topic and i'm like you're not helping me out if if you was a really good leader you would try to help me out and then you know we can do something you know mm-hmm. right but yeah i've noticed like uh they like non-thinkers because all you do is wake up every single day go wor- work your nine to five or whatever four ten job and you're satisfied and happy and you're like oh i gotta pay my bills i have this so and so enough to pay these bills i can buy shoes yada 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 i can buy a console this thing but uh really you don't have that money bro like right yeah. right 
know? I think that the cheese reference was huge, especially um, once you said in and how a niece related to real life. You know, you have those two types of people that, you know, get comfortable in the nine to five. And then, you know, you have those people that kind of like think outside the box and want to break it down. And with you like spending a hundred dollars on like, you know, a set of books, it just shows that you put skin to the game. That's why I'm kind of like skeptical about free content, like free trials and all that out there. Cause yeah. when that's out and free, it's like, you know, it's so easily accessible to anyone, but it doesn't motivate anyone because there's no skin in the game. Like that's why I think it's a huge, um, you know, just to invest in yourself with the money that you have, like while you're young and stuff like that. You know, like you can spend like $500 on a sales course, a coaching course on whatever, you know, you're more inclined to, you know, actually do it because you have this money in there and you're like, oh, if I don't do this, I'm going to, you know, throw my money away. So, I mean, like, I feel like on that subject, like, what are your thoughts on like education? Because I have thoughts on education, Nice has thoughts on education, but like, do you think education, you know, is important or like, what do you think about it today? It definitely is, but like, you know, the way uh, our system works, like, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad explains it like uh, they don't teach us anything about financial stability or anything like that. Mm -hmm. They teach us of history and stuff and then look where, where we're at right now, you know. Right. They're talking about the past and history and stuff, but we're here now and we got to progress from where we're starting at. So there's no need to learn about the past. That's just going to like uh, prolong tension and all of that. And yeah like we just stay stuck as a victim you know of yeah. what's going on right now but uh like i feel like you should teach your kids like right off the bat like just input all of that financial knowledge instead of and all of that like when i talk to my friends sometimes i i'm i'm like really quiet around like certain friends it's because like the topics that they talk about, I'm not really interested in it. Like, it's not helping me out in life. Like, I'm cool with talking about games and stuff, like, here and there. But, like, when they just want to talk about, like, drinking or so-and-so, it's, like, really not, not – I'm not interested in it. Like, I'd I, I rather drink and talk about money, you know, on how to build <laughs> plans and all of that shit right. instead of, like, drinking that. and talking about dumb stuff. <laughs> uh, and, um, shoot, like – I read books and all the books, they talk about the same thing over and over again. Like all these successful books, like take your kid out into foreign countries and let them learn, you know, so they can be bilingual. So it's in their DNA to speak a different language. So they don't have a hard time learning a different language. So like if you're Asian, right, take into uh, a Spanish country or like, you know, anywhere else that don't speak their language, your uh, first tongue. You know, your native tongue and then um, have them they stay there for like three months or so-and-so with a like a foster family or something like that you know and then uh because i i used to uh when i was back in rhode island um i stayed with my best friend he's puerto rican and his mom would always talk in uh puerto rican and uh, i'm like oh man so i would have to pick it up because she would like say the same phrases over and over again like what would you like to eat tomorrow for breakfast and then I started picking up on it, you know, she wouldn't have to tell me, but then I was like, Oh, are you asking me how to, uh, what would I want for breakfast tomorrow? She's like, yes, see, see. And then, uh, yeah, I just picked up on it. So I feel like that's a good way to, a good educational way to teach your kids or something like that. And money wise, like we all got to know 
everything about financial stability because if not then we're just gonna breed another set of generations of you know non-thinkers and stuff right and you're gonna be stuck in the same situation i like how you like converged education and culture and like financial literacy all into like one bubble because a lot of culture and financial literacy you're never going to learn about in school like you have to go to a different country you're going to have to set up a savings account or investment account to understand how money is moving and they're never going to teach that in school i feel like recently people have uh, become uh, knowledgeable that that is very important in life in order to be open and uh, connected with the outside world and that's what's gonna like shape this next generation to actually expand a lot more yeah because uh we're all living in a box if we don't travel we're all living in a box exactly. so this generation now we got youtube we got social media so everybody's seen things that's been happening in the past but now it's being recorded you know right so now people are getting mad at the things that they're seeing right now but it's been happening you just lived in a different side of the neighborhood that you've never got accustomed to seeing this you know so when i grew up like uh around the ghetto and like all of that back in the east coast providence rhode island uh and i came here to utah salt lake city utah it was so different and then like just the way you talk and stuff you know you pick up uh culture from your neighborhood and like you'll talk uh, like the people in your environment. So if you speak uh, a certain way here and you go to a different spot, they're gonna be like, oh, you have an accent or whatever. Like you talk weird, you talk funny yep. or what are you saying? And then they're just not accustomed to seeing something different or hearing something different. So I, I feel like everybody should travel at a young age so they can like pick up on diversity, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it's crazy because uh, there's, there's a lot of racism going on and it's because you grew, grow up in, in a box. You just got to go out there. There's people who are loving, you know, yeah, and that's exactly. how we can uh, work together and become a successful country or like a world in general, you know, right. yeah, just by think, getting to know people. That's yeah. I think, yeah, the boxing is like huge. Um, like, you know, you were talking about like thinkers, non-thinkers and everything like that. You know, our generation has the chance with, being surrounded by social media technology and like everything that's like in our fingertips with the internet you know i feel like there needs to be a lot more people that think outside the box and you know just break it down so i mean like with covid um being here i definitely took a step back from a lot of things and just like looked at life in a more broader sense because i know I, I struggle with a lot of stuff for sure but you know i try to fix those struggles a lot and set my goals high so like for you, uh, Richmond, for like your, um, with this COVID going on, um, what are some of your struggles that you realize that you faced and uh, what are your goals for the future, for your future self going into this new uh, decade from 2020 to 2030? Um, for me, uh, I feel like a lot of people complain so much about like, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. I got, I got to work. But now that we're being unemployed and we're getting paid to stay home for certain people you know and we have all this time at home nobody's taking advantage of it so for me it took me a while to take advantage of it but like even then if you fail at it at least you tried you know so uh me just staying at home coming back from uh texas because i was working in texas at the time for three months and then i had to come home because the covid thing happened uh i was like man i'm just staying home playing games bro like i'm a strain because that's a source of an income 
if you become big on it, even if you're, you're not making money right now, you're still building the fan base, you know, like I said, build a view, you know, if you just push out content, if you get two views on one video, you know, three views on the other video, that's five views and it's still stacking up, you know, as long as you have one follower, you're doing something right because somebody's believing in your process, you know, like, right. like, like I said on that one quote, well, what is it? Don't be lazy. Oh yeah. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy because I, I forgot what it was, but it was amazing. We didn't even know who it was from. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, like, yeah. Cause uh, things like that, like we complain so much about things, but when we have the opportunity to, you know, pursue our passion, like right now, like, if you're in the art, start drawing. You have so much time at home due to COVID and stuff. And you're complaining about like, I want to go outside. I want to go outside. I want to go to the mall. Like, no, you got to work on yourself now. It, it's a perfect blessing right now. It's a hidden blessing in disguise right now. Right. You have all this time for yourself to work on your passion. You can work on things that you want to learn through YouTube. You can focus like a whole day learning on like um, real estate or whatever, like, go through like five different YouTubers talking about real estate, um, learn about shoes, hype beast stuff, learn how to compare a fake and real shoes, learn about gaming and all of that. You, you can really do so much in life right now, but people are so lazy and want things handed to them, you know? Where right. You, can, you really can just work on anything like art. Even if it's not better than somebody else that's selling like a $10,000 piece of art, Somebody's gonna like your art, you know. Sorry, that is my mom. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we're just a lazy generation, bro. Millennials, man. But there's a few of us, you know, the one percenters that actually are trying to do something, that are trying to connect with other people who are thinkers, and try to build something off of that, you know, like like this. This this is really great. Like people who have time on their hands are taking their time out the way on their off hours, you know, of work and turning it in, into this a podcast, conversing with people like, you know, nitpicking from other brains and stuff, you know. Yeah, I feel like a lot of millennials are also just so used to making excuses for why things are the way they are. They like to say like, oh, I lost my job. I'm not going to go anywhere. I lost. I couldn't. I can't do this in my free time. I'm not enjoying my life. It's just it's just, it's, everybody has time in their life. It's just what you prioritize. Like you might prioritize going to school, having a job, going to the gym. Um, like you said, doing art, but obviously you can't do all of that at once. So it's about prioritizing what's so important to you. Like you can do whatever you want. You just have to put it on that list on your priority list and see like how much can you devote to that? How, um, dedicated are you and how passionate are you about each priority to see where that'll take you in life and that that's important what a lot of people don't realize they just want to go through the nine to five pay their bills and just go through life and go just go through the motions without having like a, a spark in them for lack of a better term yeah um like a lack of motivation is in a lot of people right now like for me i, I talk to other people and like i I watch YouTubers on gurus, on business gurus and stuff. And then they all have vision boards. Like you, you have to look at something that's going to motivate you. Right. So make, make your own vision board, have a portrait of like your favorite actor or like, you know, 
some, something that motivates you. Like for me, like I know we have everything in our phones, right? Like right. a calendar, you know, notifications, but we look past most of those things. We, we look into the things that we actually want to look at, you know? And then uh, for me, I have whiteboards all over my room. And I just write down stuff that I, I need to remind myself. Like sometimes I'll just like look around and then boom, I get reminded of something that I write. I'm like, all right, now I got to stay focused. So like I have a whiteboard that's a calendar. Even though I got a calendar on my phone, you still got to write stuff, you know? Right. You got to uh, write stuff into existence. Be right? happy. That's, that's really important. Yeah, I'll put <laughs> adventure, be happy, stay blessed, six-figure man, millionaire man, billionaire man. That's good. Optimistic, you know? It always changes, like. <laughs> Like I would erase it and like write something out and then all of that. Right. Um, yeah. That's that's dope. I mean, literally, like our last um, interview we did. Uh, I was last, just thinking of that. <laughs> we literally <laughs> like something he brought up for like our generation, our vision boards. And I, dude, I'm a firm believer of the vision boards and just like, you know, surrounding yourself with things that you want in your future self, whether it be money, cars, girls. Um, whatever it may be I mean you just keep seeing it every single day you you do manifest it into your life and I think um, you know like I feel I'm a firm believer that everything we want in life um, we already have you know we just gotta we just owe the world the work and we just gotta put in the work and then you know eventually it's gonna come like because it just keeps going through our heads but um, yeah Richmond I just want to finish up with one more question like what are what are your goals like I know you um, you know your YouTube's big your influence on Instagram. You got so many things going on. I, I love connecting with you and reaching out to like things that you're doing. So like, what are some of your goals for yourself that you have set out right now? My goals, my goals. Uh, my, my main goal is just to serve positivity to like the youth and just to everybody, you know, like a lot of people are angry right now. And a lot of people are just like out out here reaching out for somebody to give them advice and stuff, you know, a brother, you know, they, they want a brother, a brother or a sister and stuff like that. And I want to be that to them, you know, like free content. I know you're iffy about free content, but like, you know, you can worry about money later. It comes after having a hundred thousand followers or whatever, looking up to you for free. Right. They're, then they're, you're selling your own brand like that. So um, I just want to serve uh, my purpose and that's just, optimism you know like a lot of people have self-pity on things that they can't achieve and like how they grew up or whatever like oh this is not fair so and so or yada 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 i'm like bro just look past all of that and look where you're at now there's people who don't have a roof over your head you know and look look where you're at you're complaining about like you broke up with your girl or something or you lost your job and i thought it was a blessing that i lost my job you know like I got to feel how it felt to get fired and all of that. And then how I handled the situation, you know, you know what I did when I got fired at my last job? What happened? I told my friend, Hey, I just got fired. And then I was like, they're, they're like, Oh, bummer. Are you, you're joking with me. Right. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not joking. I got fired. Uh, they're like, what are you going to do now? I was like, I'm going to Barnes and Nobles to look for a book. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I told him. I was like, I'm going to Barnes and Owens to look for a book right now, just to ease my mind. Like, I'm not trying to stress over something small because everybody's replaceable. So why are you getting upset over getting fired at a job that you're going to, everybody's replaceable, you know? Right. Right. So. I like that. Like, you got to wake up way earlier, you know, and, exactly. uh, and grind because in Asia, 
it's hours ahead of us. So if you're not pushing content today, somebody else in Asia is pushing content the day after, you know, they're already thinking ahead and stuff. So, yeah. I like that. Like your goals had like almost nothing to do with money. It all was just about the value you're bringing to the world. And what a lot of people who are still trying to come up is they don't realize that like, yeah, money's going to solve a lot of problems in your life, but it's not the answer to everything. It's like the value that you bring in the lifestyle you create for yourself is what's going to dictate how that money generates and also what kind of lifestyle you live and how, like, like you said, the positivity in it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause positivity and optimism, it will connect you with, you know, amazing people out in Whatever the you need. world, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that, that for sure is huge. And, um, yeah, I think you touched on a lot of, um, you know, great topics. I think, yeah, like the free stuff, you're right. Like, I know I'm, I'm a huge advocate of, you know, purchasing things to learn, but no, you're, you're totally right. I mean, especially if you want to build something, you know, big, um, you know, you, you can't sell to people. I think I've always reiterated that, you know, people don't like being sold to, but they love buying from their friends. And I think just be, being able to like spread so much positivity and having that your mission when you create content and influencing people is, you know, the best way to go. And I think you nailed it in the head again with, um, you know, creating content with for like the viewers and stuff like that. You know, even if it's just one person, that's that's just that's one person you know it's better than zero and i think you know it just keeps adding up and adding up and you know like that one person is going to share it with someone and then that person i shared it with they're going to share it with two people and it's like yeah. it's like a huge tree it's like a domino effect for sure but um yeah we anisa and i do appreciate you for coming on and just you know chatting it up yeah, um yeah you guys this is a uh, 90s meets world um you know we just talk about life's goals and struggles you know, anyone that wants to be on this podcast, you know, feel free to shoot Anise and I a message on at 90s Meets World. And then, uh, yeah, Richmond, again, appreciate you. Um, drop appreciate your, you. It's a pleasure. <laughs> give your shout out to your um, Insta, your YouTube. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about you? Uh, I'm always on Instagram. Uh, I keep my Facebook private. You know, that's just for family and friends. But Instagram is the way to go. Uh, it's at Mr. Daromeo, M-R-D-O-T-R-O-M-E-L. Yeah, I appreciate you following me over there if you want to keep up to date with me. But yeah, give my boy Brandon a follow as well. Don't forget that. <laughs> follow us at 90s Meets World on Instagram. Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you.